for helping me out of the ruts of my self-preoccupation and getting me into the action. The prophets who give their witness in this book are our neighbors, or could be. None has yet won a Nobel Prize. Still, they are not obscure, or they won't be once you have listened to this book. This is a skillfully organized and written book that brings a biblically prophetic life into participating reach of any and every Christian willing to spend the time to listen and believingly imagine himself, herself, into an obedient response to Jesus' presence among people for whom Christ died. Mike and Danae Yankoski give us a focused understanding of eight areas of social injustice. And then they tell the stories of 40 prophets who right now are doing prophetic work in these areas, speaking and enacting the compassion of Jesus among the suffering children of God, our brothers and sisters. The understanding and the storytelling invite us to participate in a way of life that brings us into a deeper humanity, a mature holiness. The term prophet is cheapened when it is reduced to denouncing those who seduce us into sin and perpetrate evil. Being against sin and evil is not social justice, and feeling sorry for the victims of injustice is not a prophetic act. We live in a culture that has replaced compassion with sentiment. Sentiment is mere feeling, disconnected from relationship. Sentiment is spilled compassion. It looks like concern. It could develop into compassion, but it seldom does. Sentiment is the tears that flow while watching a sad movie, tears that never get connected with visiting your dying friend. We feel sorry for people, we mourn the pain and suffering in the world, but having felt the internal motions of pity, wept a few requisite tears of sorrow, and sent off ten dollars to a charitable appeal, we've exhausted our capacity for care. In this callous, dog-eat-dog -dog world, how insensitive we are! We return to our homes and jobs without knowing the names of the people we shed tears over, without visiting a single prisoner whose fate we lament, without writing one letter to the lonely over whom our hearts break, and, of course, we let no strangers into our double-locked homes. This is more than anything a book of hope. There is something to be done about the evil and injustice, the illness and hunger, the war and hate that ravage the world. The something to be done is not denunciation. Denunciation is not gospel. Von Hugel says, Christianity has taught us to care. Caring is the greatest thing. Caring matters most. Gospel comes to life when we share the suffering, follow Jesus and his disciples, and enter the place of suffering with a zealous love. Eugene H. Peterson, Professor Emeritus of Spiritual Theology, Regent College, Vancouver, British Columbia. Zealous Love, an Introduction Are you passionate about working for social justice and living a more just lifestyle? Perhaps you want to care about social justice, but don't know where to start when there are so many needs in our world. All of us, regardless of our religious or political convictions, want to live life well, when Danae and I talk about what it means to live well, our conversations often circle round to the idea of social justice. And speaking with friends and strangers alike, we know we're not alone. Recently, I was invited to speak at a fundraiser for a Christian ministry in New Jersey. During dinner, I sat next to a 75-year-old woman named Lucy. 
She was decked out for the gala, wearing a shiny gold dress and earrings that danced when she spoke. I'm always curious to hear from people who've experienced more life than me, so I asked Lucy to tell me more about herself. She paused, put down her fork, closed her eyes, and began remembering aloud. When Lucy was fifteen, she had become a prostitute, using the money she earned to feed her growing drug addiction. Soon she was living with several other prostitutes in a run-down apartment owned by a cruel pimp. One day, after Lucy had spent ten years as a prostitute, an older Christian woman moved into the apartment next door. Under normal circumstances, these very different women would have remained strangers, but the older Christian woman was determined to bridge the distance. Immediately, she began talking with Lucy and her prostitute friends whenever she could about Christ, forgiveness, salvation, and hope for a different life. We used to laugh right in her face, cuss her out.